Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. Your question for today, this, this is a game changer. How do you change the future for the better? And this is a powerful question. I think we're all looking to make some transformation, you know, not only in ourselves, but also for our world. And so I want to introduce you to our guest, Simon Mannering. And he's a very good friend of mine. He's a New York Times bestselling author and the founder of We First. And he's the author of this brand new baby, <laughs> Lead With We, the business revolution that will save our future. Welcome to the show, Simon. Thank you, Jim. Hi to everyone. Yeah, so Simon is, uh, he's like on my kitchen cabinet. He's been an advisor of mine for goodness. I mean, you spoke at our event years and years ago at one of our brain power conferences. Um, you've been, we've been friends for about a decade or so. You've probably forgotten more, you know, about this, about what we're about to talk about than most, most people ever will ever learn. Um, but you and I were having this conversation and I wanted to record it. Um, celebrating your new book and also, you know, how do you navigate? You know, how do you survive? How do you thrive in under dirt, you know, these like difficult circumstances? How do you do it with optimism and fulfillment and confidence and success? Because I know you're a master, you know, of these things and, you know, especially in the area of what we talk about uh, purpose and mindset. So where, where, do, where, do, where, do we, where do we begin this conversation? I mean, optimism is an interesting word to have, you know, today. Well, it's, it, it's a great question because I think every day all of us struggle. We look at the headlines and there's good reason to feel, you know, even more disheartened or to feel apathetic or to feel like, wow, these issues we're facing are too big for any of us to deal with. The solution is to be intentional in your response. And to your point about optimism, optimism is so important because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Hmm. If you show up and do something differently and others do the same, you will see more evidence to that effect and it'll take on a life of its own. It'll build its own momentum. So it's good to be optimistic just by nature, but I think in challenging times, it's even more important to be intentional about it. And then specifically, you know, and you know, focused on the message of my new book, it's really about shifting our focus away from sort of the individual and saying, my gosh, there's nothing that I can do on my own to get my arms around all of these things that I see and rather shifted to leading with we, which is recognizing that we got in this mess together through all of our individual actions over time. And the only way out of it is by working together in new ways. And not only will we unlock really powerful solutions that aren't possible otherwise, but just by working together in new ways, we're going to find fulfillment and connection and find joy in solving for these issues that simply wasn't possible. And so I think you need to be intentional. Optimism is a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then you need to shift your focus to lead with we, and let's get it done together. Mm, leadership leadership is, is a topic that I know a lot of our listeners um, are, are studying, you know, or they're in positions. Um, and you're talking about, this is for 
every level, you know, no, no matter your, your profession or, or this, the, your age or stage, right? It's true. I mean, we've got one of three scenarios. One is we keep doing what we're doing as individuals and things keep getting worse. Or half of us do the right thing and half of us don't. And that doesn't work out either because one undoes the other. Or we all show up differently. So me, as a father, I've got to show up intentionally and make a difference in terms of, you know, a citizen, a father, a brother, a consumer, a boss, and so on, as a conscious consumer. Mm -hmm. So every single one of us has all these opportunities in our lives that I think we sometimes walk past or take for granted, where we can have a vote for a very different future by what we buy, where we work, where we invest our money. And so all stakeholders in society now need to lead together. And so I lay out this roadmap for how you do that on an individual level, in your capacity as a leader, inside your company culture, inside the community in which you operate, and then at a societal level. And what's so powerful about all of this, Jim, is when you do that, you start to unlock these synergies, the compounding effect to actually make things better at greater scale, at greater speed, instead of that connectivity between all of our individual actions working against us. And so I see this as an incredibly exciting moment where our lives, our way of being in the world, especially after COVID, we're showing up differently. We're prioritizing what's important. We're thinking about our future and our responsibility to the people we love differently. So what does that mean? It means we've got to lead with we. And what does that look like? It means that every aspect of your life can be a trigger for positive change. And the reason it's so important, Jim, is right now what's happening is the whole is breaking down. Like the environmental system that we depend on is breaking down. The social systems on which we depend are breaking down. And this whole idea of shifting from me first to we first is, hey, we've got to commit to the integrity of the whole so the parts can thrive. And then when you think about that, you go, well, if we're actually going to do that, we've got to do it together. And that's why community, that's why collaboration, that's why co-creation becomes so important. And suddenly you will look at competitors differently. You will look at how you work with people differently and your life will become, you'll fill your own life with fulfillment, not by the kind of the affirmation you're trying to get from somebody else, but by what you give to others and how you, how you show up in the world. It's an inside out job. It's not an outside in job. So what would be, in, uh, you, in, the, in your book, there are a number of, of examples and anecdotes and stories. I mean, you've worked with so many Fortune 500 companies uh, uh, for purpose uh, organizations also as well, nonprofits, you know, these different institutions, you know, maybe we could highlight one of those stories that come to mind. Let's look at some examples of what it means to lead with we just out there that people can relate to. You know, there's a, a, an apparel company called Prana and people may know them, may know them, they may not, but they recognize that the way they were packaging up their materials was wasteful in terms of the use of plastic and space and shipping. So they re-engineered it and they thought, well, we should share this with other apparel companies. And they launched something called the Responsible Packaging Movement that now has over a hundred companies all working together in the apparel industry and beyond to level up the whole industry. That's one example. Another example would be IKEA, both in the Europe and now in the US, 
is actually allowing you to take back the products you no longer want and they'll buy them back for you because they want to be more responsible in terms of how they're showing up and the impact of their materials in the world. They're also selling renewable energy in Europe. So you go as a customer to IKEA and they can sell you solar power. Why? Because they want to make their customers' households climate positive. Hmm. Or if you look at a big company like IBM, IBM has something called Call for Code, which is an open source competition amongst developers all around the world to solve for the climate crisis, to use technology to help us be safer during COVID. So what it is, is like we've almost imposed these, these, these self-limits on ourselves. We think about our own immediate stakeholders, our suppliers, the people in our lives, our customers. And what it is, is it's blowing that up and saying, we're all in this together. Who can we work with in a broader sense? And how can we impact more people? And when you do that, you get that fulfillment yourself and you feel more optimistic every day. Mm. Now, when you, when you were doing your research for, for this book, oh. was there anything that was surprising that you came across when you were doing that discovery, you know, uh, you know this process of, of writing the, 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 the stories, some of the, uh, some of the data? Because it's a lot of what you see on the news, it, it, it tends to, you know, if it bleeds and leads and it tends to be a little bit dark and scary and, and threatening. And that could certainly affect, you know, those who are listening right now, their mindset. You know, and 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 again, being optimistic, and you know, and, and moving to be able to navigate through uh, through turbulent times. How do how do people maintain that level of certainty and confidence? You know, certainty and confidence comes from having some sort of strategy or way of being in the world that you think is going to make a difference. You know, that's how you validate it to yourself. What's interesting is the old mindset and the new mindset, which might loosely be called, you know, the older generations, the younger generations. What's interesting about leadership that's been around for a long time is they've always been gun shy of leaning into, you know, social, cultural issues because they feel they may polarize their audience. But what the research showed was that consumers will actually change their loyalty to a different company if that company shows up with a meaningful point of view on an issue that affects their lives. And in fact, they will boycott a company that stays silent. So one of the surprising facts to your question was, if you think you're being smarter by just staying quiet or hiding in the background or trying to play both sides of the fence, you in fact get penalized for it. And I think the other surprising fact is that, you know, it came out from the Lancet Planetary Health Report not so long ago, 56% of young people think humanity is doomed unless we do something about it. 56% of young people globally, which creates this huge expectation on business and leaders and companies to give them a reason to believe in the future, to show up meaningfully, to make sure that they know that whatever they're buying is responsible in the way it was made and how it was shipped and all that sort of thing, but also that it's a product that won't damage the planet And that by supporting that brand with their dollars, by working for that company, by being an investor in that company and buying some of the shares, they're actually enabling a more positive future. So I think it's surprising that you can't play both sides of the fence or stay out of the the fray. And at the same time, there's a huge expectation on business now to get to be more than just people marketing products, but to give them a to become a platform through which people believe that their participation can help be to build a better future for everyone. And so I see this not as a 
the end of something or the end of times. I see this as this miraculous, truly miraculous rebirth of business, appropriately painful like any birth would be, but it's a rebirth where we're falling back in love with the natural world. We're reconnecting with each other and, our, and the human family, despite the polarization of social media. You know, this is an interesting way. I love what you're talking about because this certainly affects the way we live and we work and that that's ever changing. You know, how do you be able to show up to be able to succeed and also feel fulfilled? So what, the person who's listening right now, um, highly recommend this book. Where do you, where can people stay in touch with you? Where can they get the book, Lead With We? Yeah, I, thank you for asking that. And I just want to touch on one thing you said there. The reason this is so possible is that we're not trying to learn something new. We're just, remember, we're just remembering what we forgot. That you and I, Jim, are connected at a heart level. It's hardwired chemically into our brains and our lives. And we're also deeply connected to the natural world. You know, we all went to nature to restore ourselves during COVID. Mm -hmm. So this is just about returning to what is innate within us. That's why it's so possible. And, you know, if you want to find out more about the book and how you can apply it to your life, your business, both in terms of driving your growth while solving for all of these social and environmental challenges, you can go to leadwithwe.com. All the information's there, leadwithwe.com. It's also up on Amazon now. And, you know, if you're interested in sort of the type of work we do, it's uh, wefirstbranding.com. But we put the 10 years of our work, myself and my team, into this book based on research, best practices, case studies, examples, and then put it all together in a way that you can follow. Why? Because it's go time. We need to do this now and we need to do it together. So I so appreciate you sharing you know, the book and also giving me a chance to outline some of the thinking behind it because I deeply believe there's nothing we can't achieve when we do it together. Mm. Lead with we is a, is a real masterclass in business revolution you know, with everything from the, it has the mindset, it has the motivation, it has the methods specifically, highly recommend it. Um, on social media, can people find you? Uh, LinkedIn, yep. Facebook, Twitter? At, at Simon Mainwaring. So it's, I say Mainwaring here because that's how it's spelled. <laughs> it's a crazy name. You know, when you move to another country and they're always like, what's your name and how do you pronounce it? At Simon Mainwaring, which is M-A-I-N-W-A-R-I-N-G. Australian, what can I say? We say things funny. And, um, you know, I really appreciate everyone's um, interest and connection, but also, I don't know, let's connect our hearts and our minds and our hands and just see what we can do. Amazing, amazing. Everyone, uh, make sure you follow Simon on your favorite social media. Um, if you just, if you like, share this episode. Uh, we will put the extended version as we always do on our YouTube channel. Um, also, make sure if you do post um, one takeaway, Make sure you tag Simon so he gets to see it. Tag myself also as well. I have uh, multiple copies that I pre-ordered also as well. So I'm going to actually send out a couple of copies just to our, our community who's out there listening. But make sure you, everyone should get two copies of this book. You know, one for themselves sure. and one also to be able to gift out to somebody else. Jim, actually, I really appreciate you saying that because here's the thing. Every one of us knows someone in a position of power. Mm that can move a lever. It might be a CEO at a company. It might be someone, a friend you know, who has a business. It might be a chief sustainability officer. It might be a marketing officer inside a company. Give it to them. And just by simply doing that, you can equip them 
with a roadmap and the best practices. And it's astonishing what happens. You shift their mindset and it may not happen immediately, but suddenly they start to think differently and behave differently. And you can be that catalyst for change. And we need to get, you know, reach as many, as many people as possible so it can take on that momentum. Yeah. And it's, it's just refreshing to know that doing the right things for the right reasons um, is not only the right thing to do, but it also, it also is, is more profitable to do it also as well. It is, it is more profitable. The business case is undeniable now. And I'll tell you what I see from my line of sight in our work. All of these issues, climate, biodiversity, plastic, all these things that we know about, they're all compounding in the future and hurtling back towards us in the present. Mm. And it's going to create this hockey stick of expectation that's just beginning now. Think about how the dialogue around business has changed in the last three or four years. And it's going, do more good, do more good, do less bad. It's already happening. It's going to go like this as these issues come back towards us from the future. So if you grab this book, if you apply it, if you put it in the hands of somebody who can drive change, you will position them to be on the right side of history. The market forces will push them forward. And the kicker is you'll also improve the future for all of us, which is not a bad thing either. It's, it's, it's an amazing, perfect storm right now. You know, and the timing it is right now, literally. And so if you do good by the people, by the, for the planet, then, um, then the profit will take care of itself. Simon, thank you so much for being on our show. And uh, everyone, go get your copy of Lead With We. And we'll see you in our next episode. Thanks so much, Jim. Thanks, everyone. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. 
I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for one hour, uh, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode. 